welcome to Spirit Connection with Doug Addison. Get ready to hear God, encounter the supernatural, and discover your destiny. Doug is a prophetic speaker, author, and coach whose message of love, hope, and having fun reaches people around the world. Connect with him online at DougAddison.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another Spirit Connection podcast. I'd like to talk about some relevant things that will help us to connect with people in our culture today. I was one of the forerunners of using prophecy and dream interpretation as a means of sharing God's love. I've helped train teams and lead outreaches, literally thousands of them over a decade. And I've had some amazing experiences and stories of how people are actually open to hearing from God. If we can only communicate in a way that they can understand what we are saying. You know, we live in a post-Christian society. Many people didn't grow up having a memory of Christianity in their family. And even those who did, maybe their beliefs of who Jesus is is different than what you might think. So we have our work cut out for us. But you know what? I consider this a real advantage. You ever hear people say, I'm spiritual but not religious? This is actually exciting news because people are already spiritual. That means they're open to hearing from God. Some people go to psychics. So if we go out and give prophetic words, we could actually start to point them towards God in a way that they've never experienced before. In all my outreach experience, I found the vast majority of people are actually not opposed to Jesus. Many of them have bad experiences, maybe with a Christian or church, but you know, I found that using prophecy and dreams is actually a great way to speak a language to a culture. Like Jesus spoke in parables, he used modern-day symbols and stories that people understood. He explained the kingdom of God and how God loves them and interacts with them using things that they already understood. So this is a key for us. How we communicate, even with our prophetic gifts, will actually open up the heart of this generation. Maybe you saw me in Darren Wilson's movie, Father of Lights. I was interpreting tattoos and giving prophetic words in a Hollywood nightclub at midnight. And the next day we were on Venice Beach doing dream interpretation, giving prophetic words. Yes, you heard me correctly. I was interpreting tattoos. And, you know, I've been doing outreaches and I've probably interpreted well over 40,000 dreams and thousands of prophetic words to people in the streets. And it was not hard to notice that a lot of people have tattoos. In fact, I heard a statistic that says over 1 billion people have tattoos and piercings on earth today. And I became known as the tattoo prophet in Hollywood. And you know, the funny thing is, I don't even have any tattoos, but it's because I have a love for this generation. I have a love for people who have them. And at the time, you know, I was actually preparing for a TV show called The Tattoo Prophet, which we started out, but I ended up getting sidetracked and sick for a few years. But I really believe it's going to come back around. Remember, when I did my first interpretation on Venice Beach, and this guy, this biker, just he actually had to sit down because it blew him away how God spoke to him. And I don't have time to get into all the details, but I heard the Lord say, look up. The fields are ripe for harvest with this generation, and it's using tattoos and piercings and things like that. 
Now, here's the cool thing about the tattoo of Pierce Generation. There's no age limit. And God is waiting for us to encounter people all over the world because he cares about them. Now, I want you to understand that not everyone who has tattoos and piercings are actually open to what I'm saying. You have to use your prophetic gift and know who to talk to. But when you do, you will be amazed at what happens. So let's go a little bit deeper on this. Zombies, vampires, tattoos, and piercings. You ever wondered why people are into zombies and vampires? Tattoos and piercings? You know, I've always made a joke that I was going to write a book. You know, the practical guide to understanding people today is found in zombies, vampires, tattoos, and piercings. But actually, God speaks to us in so many ways that we can actually use these things today to be able to speak to a culture in a way that they can understand. Now, not everything that we see is good. I'm not saying that these things are good. I'm just saying that God is greater than everything. And so there's symbolic meaning from generation to generation, culture to culture. This generation has a real serious draw and attraction to zombies and vampires. Now, just as many of us, maybe uh, you have a different dream language than I do. As adults, maybe you're different than teenagers or people in their 20s or people in different cultures might have different dream language. Even though we can use the Bible as a basis for our understanding, but our application of it might be a little bit different. Let me just take the idea of a skull. You know, you'll see people with a skull on a tattoo or their skulls on their on their shirts and things like that. And to the average Christian, a skull represents death, negative, very bad things. But after interpreting many tattoos, I found that people who put them on their body art or on their shirts, they actually have a different interpretation. They put them on because they are a survivor. They've overcome death. So they are an overcomer. This might be surprising to many Christians, especially adults. But I've learned that interpreting dreams for so many people, it's very similar for interpreting tattoos and body art. And people are using this all over the world right now to reach out with God's love. Now, it might sound strange to some at first. I was one of the forerunners of this. And I'm saying that this is so effective. But I've been seeing an amazing response of how people can now understand how God might be speaking to them through their body art. Now, let me just say that I'm not for or against tattoos. With over a billion people, like I said, you know, we need to provide an opportunity to introduce to them to a God who cares. So the symbolism of tattoos prophetically can reveal a person's character, their likes, their dislikes, things like that, their callings. So I'm also finding that the meaning of the symbols and dreams for one generation might vary from that of another. I've discovered that the best way to do this is to not judge things that you don't understand especially your kids. Maybe your kids have tattoos and piercings and you don't understand them. I'm hoping that after you listen to me, that you will have a new understanding and you could build a bridge to reconciliation. So here's what you want to do. Accept a person. Learn to love and listen without judging. I meet so many people who are drawn to zombies and vampires, tattoos and piercings. At first glance, you might think that, wow, they're into evil things. You know, Granted, some of them are, but not all of them. God has been giving me prophetic insight into this, so bear with me for a minute as I unpack it. Let's look at the symbolism for zombies 
and vampires. The zombie is an undead person, which is in the movies. They can't die. They're alive, but they seem dead. So, you know, this is actually prophetic. People who are drawn to zombies might not realize it, but there's a good chance that they don't understand their destiny, or maybe they feel dead inside. In other words, they have a higher calling on life that they have not discovered yet. I'm not judging them here. I'm just saying we're going to see something happen here. Vampires cannot die since they are eternal, you know, but most vampires on TV and the movies, notice they're all unhappy, right? And they cannot see themselves in the mirror and uh, they want to die. So when they can't see themselves in the mirror, it means they don't know their own destiny. They don't know who they are. They don't know that there's some greater calling on them. They're drawn to eternal things. In other words, vampires are looking for the blood, right? Well, they're just looking for the blood in the wrong place, and they're going to discover something new as soon as God begins to move in their life. So this is symbolic of people who don't know who they are or what they're called to do. They lack vision in their life. Maybe they don't know what it is that they're called to. And I'm not saying these people who watch zombie and vampire movies are bad people. I believe there's an entire generation of people walking around on planet Earth right now who don't know what they're called to do in life. God has put them on hold. And I have been seeing so many people who match these descriptions, even in my own family and on my outreaches. Many of them lack direction in their life. Most of them, they wouldn't go as far as killing themselves, but many of them are hopeless. And I'm not saying everybody that watches these things are. I'm just saying, They feel like the undead, and there's a reason behind this. If you've uh, heard me talk about flipping negative things, it applies here. Why would Satan work overtime on you unless you're a threat? So this happened to me. I was drawn to negative things most of my life, and then I realized, oh my goodness, I had a call of God on my life. So zombies and vampires is actually a prophetic sign of an entire generation that I believe will soon find themselves. They're being put on hold right now. These are people who are highly creative, highly gifted. Many of them are bored with their current churches or situations. They're looking for a challenge. Many of them are looking for something to live for. In fact, uh, I believe they're going to find something worth dying for. And just like in the movies, symbolically, There's always a zombie apocalypse. That's where all of the zombies, the undead, will suddenly come out of their graves and out of darkness, and they come out into the world and terrorize people. I believe this is prophetic of a move of God that's coming in this generation. I believe we're going to see this happen. Suddenly, people who have not had a vision for who they are. I was one of these. I was having nightmares. I was into drugs. I was into negative things. And in one day, wow. I open up and I've opened up to my calling and now I help people do the same. So it's going to happen in masses. I believe that. It's going to look strange. This is what's called revival. This is prophesied in the Bible. A few years ago, God showed me that this group is actually in a revival mentioned in Isaiah 44, verses 3 through 5. God says, I will pour out water on a thirsty land and streams on the dry grounds. I will pour out my spirit on your offspring and my blessing on your descendants. Does it say our kids? Yes. They will spring up like grass in a meadow, like poplar trees by flowing streams. 
Some will say, I belong to the Lord. Uh, Others will call themselves by the name of Jacob, and still others will write on their hand the Lord's and will take the name of Israel. I never noticed that. Verse 5, they're going to write on their hand. That's a tattoo. It's a commitment level. This is saying that God's going to move in a dry time, in a thirsty time, just like now, on your offspring. Suddenly, our offspring, our kids, our grandkids are all walking around with tattoos that Isaiah 44, 5 is prophesying that they will have a commitment level that they will write on their hand and take the name of the Lord. I'm just saying, God is pouring out his spirit right now. I believe this is going to happen. So what if this generation is prophesying the return of the Lord. Well, check this out. Let's read about the return of Christ. Revelation nineteen sixteen. It says, On his robe and on his thigh is written this name, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Oh my goodness. I didn't even realize that. Jesus is coming back with a tat. He has a tattoo on his thigh. Do you think that he might have known that, you know, that he's coming back to a tattooed, pierced generation, that or that a big part of the earth? So he's pierced for our iniquities. You know, he's got a tattoo. I'm not saying anything irreverent here. I'm just saying that I believe God is setting something up for one of the biggest moves we have ever seen in history. And I believe that God has placed these people on hold, including my family members. I'm telling you. I've seen it over and over on my outreaches. These are people who know that they have something greater. They don't know what it is. I believe that God has kept them out of the church because the church they are called to does not exist yet. They are the new wine that Jesus brought out at the end of the wedding reception in John 2. They are the ones that Jesus said in Matthew 9, you cannot pour new wine into an old wineskin or it will burst. And no, you need to pour it into the new. So God is saving them for this new move. We can expect an amazing movement and a revival that's going to look like a zombie apocalypse. And I want to help and prepare you to explain these deep things of God to people of all walks of life. You know, if you have tattoos or piercings or you're into zombies and vampires, you know what? I want to help you understand how God is preparing you. He's speaking to you right now. So after years of doing outreach and dreams and things like that, I began to prophesy over people with tattoos, just like, you know, I was one of the forerunners in the prophetic outreach, you know, by using dream interpretation. I was a a missionary to people in the new age movement. Now I begin to forerun once again and begin to do tattoo and piercing interpretation. You know, it's kind of new what I'm doing, but people who have body art can be drawn to God, as we interpret it, they can actually open up to the Lord. So it's important to separate yourself out from your opinion of tattoos uh, and consider God loves each person. Since so many people have them, and it's very symbolic, we're sitting on a huge, I believe we're sitting on a gold mine of evangelistic opportunities. We can learn more about their callings, their gifts, their personalities. It opens them up to things and bring healing between our generations. Tattoos are often used, you know, for fashion, things like that, cosmetic, but also body art. Tattoos are full of detail, full of color, beauty, displaying likes, dislikes. 
passions and hobbies, commemorating life. That's what I've seen more than anything, commemorating the life of a loved one. Of course, not all tattoos are positive and not all of them are from God. That's why we have to flip those negative things. I'm not telling people to get tattoos or disputing whether it's forbidden by God in Leviticus 19.28. But keep in mind, Leviticus 11.7 says don't eat pork. Do we really have bacon eaters judging people with tattoos using Leviticus as their argument? I'm just saying. My goal is for you to recognize how God could be speaking through pictures, words, tattoos, piercings. This is one way to build a bridge to someone who doesn't know God. So over the years, I've studied tattoos and the stories of thousands of people on our outreaches. This is what's given me the opportunity to prophetically explain the significance and the design and the placement. But you know what? I was invited into a church. I just want to tell you, this works anywhere, this understanding. I was invited into a church to help them share God's love with people in their city. So I was going to help them do an outreach. So I'm teaching them on dreams. I'm teaching them on the prophetic. And then I ask if anyone had any tattoos. No one, not anybody in the, in the whole church didn't either that or they were hiding them. And I jokingly said, what are you guys, homeschooled? They laughed and said, yes, actually, we are. We're a homeschool church. So I capitalized on the opportunity and I knew this would apply. This applies to everyone. I called forward and began to prophesy over people with their clothing and jewelry based on the same thing that I trained about understanding dreams and, and parables. And a group of teenage girls came up were wearing colored jelly bracelets. And I used the prophetic understanding that I get from dreams, tattoos from the Bible, and I prophesied over them. They began, I tell you, Several of them burst into tears. You, I saw their parents crying based on the placement, based on the color. They had no idea how these things were actually prophesying to them. And it brought that group to tears and it got them to a place where they went, oh my goodness, this stuff really works. This is something that the Lord wants to do now. So we want to use the Holy Spirit to explain things. We need to learn to discern the things of God. We don't have to come into agreement. You don't have to agree with with a tattoo or design or anything like that. But if you want to really have amazing encounters today, I recommend learning more about this. God is opening up a new opportunity right now, and you will be amazed at what's going to happen. I believe we're going to see the most amazing movement come out of this. I believe that God knew, he foreknew this. He knew it all. He knew he would be coming back to a tattooed, pierced generation. He was pierced for our iniquities. He came back. Jesus is coming back in the book of Revelation with a tattoo, King of Kings, Lord of Lords on his thigh. But here's the good news. He also had it on his robe. So you don't have to get a tattoo. Jesus could, you know, I always joke and say, you know, Jesus is saying that, you know, if you have a message, you could get the T-shirt or the tattoo. It's okay. You know, that's a joke anyway. All right. So I hope you're getting the drift of this. And God, I pray that you release now the greater understanding of people in our generation. Release now the calling in Jesus' name. Well, we want to segue now into a time of Q&A, and I have 
a special guest with me today, and it's our podcast production assistant who works for us at Inlight Connection, Zakia Young. Welcome, Zakia. Thanks, Doug. How are you? I'm doing great. Great. Happy to be here. Yeah. Well, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, for those who don't know, I recently moved to Los Angeles from New York City. I am a professional actress, and I just felt called out here to be part of the new things God is doing out here in Hollywood, and I'm happy to be part of the InLight team. Yeah, it's great. And so what Zakia does is set up the interviews and things like that, but also she tracks all the Q&A, all those questions that people are putting in on the website, on the Spirit Connection webcast or things that we don't get to. So I want to do some Q&A now on the subject of zombies and vampires, tattoos and piercings. Zakia, do you have any questions from our listeners? Yes, we have some great questions. The first one Why does Hollywood seem to have so many zombie and vampire movies out nowadays, and why are they so successful? Yeah, boy, is that ever a good question. And I think that they do things in Hollywood. They really do things based on what they think is going to sell. And that's what people are drawn to today. You know, the and I just did this whole teaching about zombies and vampires, and there's this big craze and draw to it. And and many people don't understand, especially Christians might not understand it. And I hope my podcast just really helped to shed light on it. I don't really know why they're drawn to it's not like they're drawn to death so much, but there is a lot of symbolism. There's a lot of things that are opening up right now for this group that I believe God's put on hold. But to answer the questions why Hollywood's putting out these types of movies, I really think it's really having to do with money. And that's what people are are going to because it's something that's become popular. But again, as I said in my podcast, I believe God is doing something new. And we're going to see an amazing move in this group of people that we might not understand right now. Great, great answer. Thanks, Doug. Now, along those same lines, the Harry Potter books are very successful. Do you think they glorify witchcraft? Yes, I do. They they do introduce us to witchcraft. And now there's a there's a lot of um, controversy out there. You know, there's a group of people that that are Christians and think that Harry Potter's okay, and there's a group that think it's not okay. I just want to say this is that I came out of uh, darkness. I came out of the occult and witchcraft myself. So I do recognize those things. And I would recommend being careful and, you know, and always explaining things to your kids, you know, that when something's dangerous and why it's dangerous. But I do believe that it does have the underlying tone there of something having to do with the deeper dark things. I don't want to put out a big scare or anything like that, but I I do want you to be careful with your kids. Great. Thank you for that. Now, you know, shows like The Walking Dead are very popular now. What can someone do if they're having recurring zombie dreams? Oh, okay. And if you're not a zombie follower, but you're having The Walking Dead, you know, zombie dreams. Well, Mm -hmm. I just want to say, and I wrote this in my book, Understand Your Dreams Now. I talk about zombie dreams in there and why there's a draw to this. And this is a something that I really believe it's a prophetic sign that God has something for you. So we always say this in my ministry, if it were a dream, what would it mean? In other words, let's look at it as, you know, as a, like a parable that Jesus would do or something like that. Now, even if it's an evil thing, in this case, zombies are the undead. That means that they can't die and mm-hmm. they don't really have a life, but they don't really have a death either. So this is saying to you, 
that if you're having this reoccurring zombie dream, there is something you're about to discover that's going to cause you to come to life. And it's it's going to, you know, really change your life. Now, it's a nightmare right now because that's the way a lot of those destiny dreams are. That's a destiny dream. And I had a destiny dream, reoccurring nightmare all the way from age 12 to 19 where I was being chased by something evil. This is the wow. same thing. A zombie is the same type of destiny dream. It's saying, wow, there's something that evil is trying to get you. But why? Listen, why would Satan try to work on you unless you're a threat? And mm. that's the whole thing with the zombies and vampires, that there is something big with you. I had it. I had the reoccurring nightmare for a number of years. I haven't had it since, but I just want to pray that you'll recognize this and be able to find your destiny. Mm. So good. Thank you. So along those lines, if someone has an obsession with wolves and werewolves, does that mean something different than the zombies and the vampires? Uh, Yeah. Now, a lot of the symbolism, which I go into a little bit in my dream crash course, but the symbolism is going to change from person to person and culture to culture and generation to generation. So what looks very, very evil for someone, like in, in my case, I'm in my 50s, so our generation and the people in their 40s, 30s, you know, it might be different. And especially with with the whole idea of the zombies and vampires and things like that. Well, one of the questions I know that's going to come up is is that of skulls. You know, mm-hmm. people say, I yep. see... I see skulls on uh, art and body art and tattoos and all that. I see skulls. But, you know, this is the similar thing. The symbolism for a skull for my group, for my generation, would be something evil. But what Mm -hmm. I found after years of doing outreach and interpreting literally thousands of tattoos for people out on the streets, that there's a generation here. Now, they don't really have an age limit, but they don't see the skulls being evil. They see skulls as being an overcomer. And oh. so someone who's overcome death. So they okay. will put on a skull as an overcomer of death as opposed to worshiping the death. Now, I, I, I got to tell you, with the back to the questions, with the whole thing with zombies, vampires, right? And, mm-hmm. uh, and the idea of werewolves and stuff like that. There is a draw to evil right now. And we are seeing an increase of the strange and evil things in the world because we see all these suicide bombers and senseless Mm -hmm. killing and it is not of the Lord. Now, I just want to say this is that I'm not saying that people who are into these movies are demonic or anything like that. Now, it's possible they are. It is. But I just want to say this is that there are many that I know, my own family members, I believe they're called to something radically new that they have not discovered yet. And that's like, you know, like the werewolf comes out of, you know, on the full moon type of thing. I just want to say the opposite of that is God is going to bring an anointing on you. There's there's something that's going to happen that's going to awaken you to become radical for the Lord. It's just that they haven't seen it yet. They don't fit okay. in this other, you know, they don't fit in the old wineskin, so to speak, but it has not been released yet. It's, it's coming very soon. Hope that makes sense. Yes. Yes, it does. And, you know, speaking of the generational differences, is there also something to cultural differences with piercings and tattoos? Yes, there is. And piercings, what I found anyway, is you can prophesy over a person's piercings. Now, you don't want to tell them that because it's weird. 
you know, but <laughs> yeah. you just walk up and say, I can prophesy over your piercings. You know, that's, that's weird. But what yeah. I notice, and I've trained my outreach teams after doing this for years, I start noticing this thing. Why are they drawn to that area? Now, this all started with my own daughter. Oh, yeah. Now she's in her 30s now. But, you know, when she turned 18, she got her tongue pierced and she got her ears lined, you know, and she got some studs in her ears. And I started thinking, you know, and I love her. And the Lord told me, love her, just love her, even if I didn't understand it. And I started looking. I said, wow, think about her gifts. I'm thinking about her. And why is she drawn to her tongue? Well, she definitely is a speaker, not like me. She is an articulator. If you get around my daughter, you're going to hear her opinion. So, And also, she's a listener. And I noticed, wow, look, she's drawn to her tongue and her ears. Those are her two spiritual gifts. So I started noticing this with, with people with nose piercings, you know, and, and nose is discernment. And mm. I tell you, you can ask almost everyone. I don't walk up to them and say, listen, I can interpret this. I just use it as an icebreaker. And okay. I've trained my teams to do this. And if you see someone with the nose pierced, you can start out and say, wow, I bet you can tell if you can trust someone when you meet them, right? Because a person that's drawn to their nose, that's discernment. Mm. And so if you have the gift of discernment, whether you've redeemed the gift in the Lord or not, you know, you can have a gift that's not redeemed. You're drawn to it. So it is cultural. There are certain countries that are a little bit different, but the thing that with piercings anyway is that, you know, that it it does come back down to why were they drawn to that part of their body? Now with tattoos, it could be cultural in the symbolism. When, when I train people in my, you know, I have the online prophetic tattoo and piercing training I walk through this stuff, and I've done this in ministry schools and things like that before outreaches and things. But, you know, what what we do is I train people to understand a couple of things. One is the symbolism. And mm-hmm. the second thing is about the location on the body. Mm-hmm. And that's very important to notice. Now, the location on the body tends to be universal all over the world. You know, they're drawn to the nose. They're drawn to the ear. The right's different than the left. The left tends to be the things you were born with. That's where you put the wedding ring. Uh, uh-huh. You know, with this is a fast track. You into this understanding. So one thing that's universal is the placement of tattoos and piercings. The second that can be cultural is the symbols that they use or the design they use. And some people say to me, you know, I don't know. I just pointed to the design up on the wall, you know, or, (laughs) you know, I I was out with my friends and whatever happened. But you know what? We have seen over and over that God will have a meaning for them and people having a divine encounter with the Lord. Once you've seen this happen, my goodness, you'll be hooked. Wow. Wow. That's Really great. Wow. So now that we're talking about tattoos, is it possible to create a spiritual tie with your tattoo artist since the process involves blood? Absolutely. Now, I know that there's a couple of books out there that's telling people, you know, stay away from tattoos. They're evil. They can pray over the needles and you're letting the blood. You know what? There's an element of truth in that. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, we don't want to walk in a spirit of fear. God did not give us a spirit of fear, but love, power, and a sound mind. Also, greater is the one in you than the one in the world. So I agree that we have to be careful. In other words, if you get a tattoo, pray over it afterwards. You know, Mm. pray before you go to the tattoo artist. You know, pray and ask God to show you if you should, or maybe you got one in the past. Pray over it because, you know, you can break anything. 
And the, the blood mm-hmm. of Jesus is stronger than anything. But you don't want to be foolish at the same time. So I just say, you know, pray over that and choose people wisely. And if you went to some place that didn't seem evil, then go ahead, anoint it with oil. Have some friends pray with you and break off anything evil. God's will is greater. God's, you know, the blood of Jesus is greater. Amen. Amen. So here's a great question. Uh, My sister has a lot of tattoos, and I've heard that they can be addicting. What do you do when someone is maybe using ink to escape or numb the pain they feel in other areas of life, just like any other possible addiction? Exactly. That's how I treat it, is like any other addiction. What you want to do then is begin to pray for them over the addiction. Yeah, people get addicted to things like tattoos and different things like that. You want to pray for them over the addiction and, you know, and bless them. But here's what I recommend. Learn how to give a prophetic word, like I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Uh, Learn how to give a word over them. Find one on their body that God speaks to you and share that word with them. This is what I've seen over and over. It starts to turn that process to the Lord. So they start looking at it. Every time they see it on their body, it's prophesying. They're remembering. I recommend recording the prophetic word over their tattoo, you know. Mm. I recently saw this, uh, these new tattoos that have a scan. You can voice scan. It's used with a cell phone app, and you can actually put a tattoo, a tattoo on that would have a scanning ability to have an actual voice to it. Now, that reminded me. I just I was thinking, wow, how how tech is that? But God can do that. You know, mm. you can give them a prophetic word and record it on your cell phone and uh, give it to them. And every time they see that, they think about it. I've been on so many outreaches, and once we prophesy something positive over one of their tattoos or something like that, I see them. You know, they're they're walking away. They're holding it and looking at it. They're realizing, my goodness, you know, God loves me. God is real. Wow. It is so powerful. Wow. So the tattoos can help someone reinforce or embody who God has created them to be. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. That's not so all tattoos are good, of course, yeah. but we can redeem them. That's why I call it flipping it, you know, flipping the negative. I, like I said before, is why would the enemy try to work so heavy? Even on the person that's got the addiction to tattoos, why would the enemy be working so hard against someone unless you're a threat to the enemy, unless you have a great call of God on your life that has not yet been fulfilled. And this, my friends, is what motivates me and all of our teams as we go out and do outreaches all over the world, interpreting tattoos and piercings and interpreting dreams, giving prophetic words. We do this because God has a destiny for everyone. And they're so surprised to find out that Jesus is interested in them. And they're not a reject. And this is so powerful. I guess, you know, we really didn't see people say, well, where did Jesus do that? Well, you know, in a sense, he was doing it with anyone that was considered an outcast of their day. You know, when he talked to the woman at the well, or he talked to the uh, the woman who was caught in adultery, and he did the different things, you know, he, he turned water into wine. You know, he did things with people in the modern day culture. And so what we're doing today is we're finding a way to be able to use something that was intended for evil and turn it to good. And I believe God is going to do something amazing in this generation. Okay. Well, Zachia, thank you so much for joining us. 
Well, thank you for taking the time to answer these questions. I learned a lot. <laughs> yeah. You know what? If you have questions, go ahead and tune into our Spirit Connection webcast we do. You can type in questions in the chat room and also check out all the training I have. I've mentioned a couple of times about the tattoo and interpretation online training. I don't push it a lot, but I just wanted to bring this out right now because I believe God's doing something new and we're going to see it. We're going to see a radical new move of God. So Father, we release this right now in the name of Jesus. I pray that you would open our eyes to be able to see that the fields are ripe for harvest. I pray that we would be able to see your goodness in the things like tattoos, like piercings. You'd be able to see the goodness, your goodness in each person. Father, I thank you for each person, even the ones listening, who are into zombies, vampires, tattoos, and piercings, and I am not judging them right now. I just pray that they would have an encounter with you, and they would be a world changer. They would find out why the enemy has chased them so hard, so long, and now they're going to find something new in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, see you next week. Thanks for listening to Spirit Connection with Doug Addison. Connect with him online at DougAddison.com.